Welcome to Bass University Live. Guess what? Auburn University is in the house at the Bass University today. We're, we're very excited to have Tucker Smith and Hayden Marbut, the national champs at the Bassmaster event, punched their ticket to the, to the classic bracket. Very exciting. These guys have been really crushing it. They've won at the high school level. Uh, They've won now at the college national level. It's just an amazing story. We're really excited to have both these guys on. Tell us how they did it, really. You know, I mean, there's so many kids in the high school and college program now. Uh, very excited, uh, you know, to see how this program is developed. And I know a lot of you guys are wanting to see how they did it. How, how can, you know, take how can you take your fish to the next level? Get competitive with some of these great schools like Auburn. And, uh, and of course, we have Alex Morrison coming on, too. We've got the elites going on right up the street, pretty far up the street, really, uh, up north on Lake Champlain, still arguably the greatest body of water in the history of the world, uh, still fishing like that. And, and Alec is just on fire after his massive win at Rayburn. Now, he's just he had a fifth place at Thousand Islands. He just constantly check, check, check anytime they go to Lake Champlain. So he's going to help us with a little preview on what's going to be happening up there uh, for the elite boys and with the large mouth and the small mouth. And uh, that's all going on on today's show brought to you by Tackle Direct. We're here at Tackle Direct Studios. want to invite you guys to check them out. Uh, all the best tackle and customer service, second to none. And I've got Riz with me. How you doing, Riz? I'm doing great, Pete. It's uh, it's going to be a fun show. I'm excited to talk to, uh, talk to all of our guests, the college boys from Auburn, and then mm -hmm. talking to Alec again about Lake Champlain. Like you said, Pete, he's just constantly in the check line up there. So it'll be, it'll be cool to hear his take on things because there's some unique stuff going on at Champlain this year. You know, the water level's still high. The water level and is the big change. That's I'm, right. I'm interested to hear what Alex's take on Alex take is going to be on that because that's a dynamic that we haven't seen before on Champlain, at least in the last several years, years for big events. We might be able to see some fun fishing this this yeah. time. Not, not that I don't want to see guys go out and catch them on smallmouth, deep offshore stuff, but if I see a guy like Greg Hackney up in the pencil reeds, <laughs> that'll make my bones jump a little bit. So I think that might happen. <laughs> I, it, it really is amazing because you say that, and you know, you were of course up there for the yep. BFL and you, you know, we were talking about your practice as you were going through that. And, uh, and you told me that the water was up and it hadn't been up for decade. Mm -hmm. I've been going up there fishing those tournaments and it's always about, Oh my gosh, the water's low. If you're a largemouth guy, are you going to be able to get to where you want to get or half the habitats out of the water? And, uh, and of course now the water's up and, uh, remember, uh, and I know I told you about it, the great Roland Martin one up there. I think the first time Bassmasters went there, uh, flipping a jig, a black and blue jig with an Uncle Josh pork rind. Mm hmm. In those pencil reed clumps. So, yeah, it could happen again. <laughs> yeah, it could happen. Wouldn't that be awesome? It'd be a, be a fun one to it's, watch. It's been a smallmouth fest up there chronically, uh, which is awesome. It's got great smallmouth, but uh, through the summer, it's typically a smallmouth deal. Largemouth have not been a factor. Uh, and usually start, they start showing up in, in, I'm, I'm anxious to talk to Alec yeah. about it. Let's yep. see what his take is on it. As we get into the fall, you see largemouth being a bigger and bigger factor, but, uh, Hey, that's the show today, guys. It's, it's going to be a great one. I want to invite you guys watching over on social to like, and share the feed. We've got a great 
gift pack with Waterwood custom baits for you guys. And we also have a grand prize, as always. So pay attention because we're going to be giving away a grand prize. Jocelyn, what's our prize today? We have some Rapala DT-16s. There's two different, yes. different ones. Um, we have a Bash University rod sleeve and a Cortland line. Spool. Spool. <laughs> <laughs> I can think of the word. <laughs> Filler spool pack of Master Braid. Jake, by the way, Jake, my son Jake is fishing all the time now. I'm really enjoying that. And I, I'm really looking forward to talking to, to these guys from Auburn because, uh, man, Jake's interested. He wants to do the high school fishing thing now. And, yep. you know, we're looking down the road at possibly, you know, college fishing. So uh, Couldn't have two better guys to talk to about right? it. Right. You know? It's pretty awesome. It's yep. been been a lot of fun. Me and Jake been out on the on the Delaware River trying to catch what we can catch and uh, and having fun doing it. Uh, guys, so we are, um, we are going to take a uh, quick commercial break, and we're going to be back. Uh, with the guys from Auburn University. So uh, don't forget, like and share the feed. I'll, before we go, I also want to invite you guys. we got a brand-new promotion going on at Bash University, Jocelyn. What's happening? We have our Summer Slam. So for three months, you get it for only $19.99. So this is the perfect time if you want to test bash you out and you have three months to watch over a 1,000 videos. It's only $19.99. Yep. It's a it's back to school time. It's almost it is back to school time for a lot of schools uh, down, especially down south. They start getting back into school uh, in August. But let me tell you something. This is a great time of year. I don't care. You're sitting in a tree stand. Listen to listening to bash you wherever you are. This is a great time to pick up on a skill set that, uh, you know, maybe maybe you put off. Maybe you're not you know, you're not comfortable with a lot of stuff like tight line and uh, some very, you know, innovative new techniques that are all available over on Bass University TV right now. So get signed up. It's a great opportunity to do it. Three months for only $19.99. It's an amazing uh, window into Bass University TV. Absolutely. Learn from the best, guys. I mean, really at Bass U, that's what we strive to do. Um, this week, we got some awesome releases coming out. Like always, um, we have... Um, uh, Matt Heron versatility is this week's classroom really this week's classroom seminar. And, uh, that's a, that's a really good one. You know, Matt, Matt's an Alabama guy, but he's also really good with his, with his finesse fishing, being a Coosa river kind of Coosa river honk guy that, you know, he's, he's very versatile with the shaky head. He's very versatile with the swim bait, but at the same time, he can beat anybody pitching a jig going right behind him. So yep. he's a, he's an awesome one to learn for. And, and guys, next week we are releasing, Matt Becker on tight lining, your AOY from the BPT season this Talk year. Talk to me, Rich. Yes, and uh, it's a great smallmouth seminar. It's 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 almost everything that he did all year to get into the AOY championship and win that title for the BPT. So definitely want to uh, definitely want to check that one out when it gets released as well. It's gonna be a good. One. Yeah, that's gonna be great. Uh, I'll never forget Matt Airy came on and uh, he he did a seminar for us about stroking the jig. He won the tournament yep. doing it, yep. and we had him on to talk about it. and And it was so innovative. I remember, I'll never forget watching it where he's he's snapping that line up off the surface of the water, making that pop, making that line pop. And and how he describes how he does that to make the jig do what he wants it to do. Mm -hmm. Very, very, uh, you know, advanced angler, a great teacher. Uh, glad to have him with us at Bass University. So you're not going to want to miss that. 
uh, those releases coming up. Guys, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. We're going to be talking with the guys from Auburn University. Right after this. I'm Pete Gluzek, the Dean of the Bass University, and we're excited to partner with Waterwood Baits and showcase their innovative handmade approach to making amazing lures. Hey guys, this is Elite Series Pro Todd Alton here. Just wanted to tell you a little bit about the company Waterwood and their crankbaits and topwaters they're building. They're high quality baits. They're made from a marupa wood that's you know, grows in the rainforest in Brazil. It's 1.5 in all the waterwood baits because of the wood will be a staple in my arsenal from here on out. I love it. Spotted bass. Got the old waterwood. underwater viewing technology. Find what you are looking for. Catch more fish. Have more fun. Aquaview. Seeing is believing. Why do you love catching fish and rods? I'm truly losing less fish. Is the sensitivity of the rod. That are made right here in North Carolina in the USA. Strongest, lightest rod. 100% made here in Sanford, North Carolina. From the drop shot rod to the flipping stick. Every rod has a purpose to it, and I rely on them all the time when I'm out doing a tournament. Durability in the John Cruz Worming series, the counterbalancing in the handle. It's the only rod I've found that can withstand my hook set. Boom goes the dynamite. On the water, not spent fishing is a moment wasted. That's why Minkota and Humminbird have joined forces to bring you the One Boat Network. Products that communicate and integrate to help you take full command of your boat. Born from our commitment to making the most advanced fishing gear even better by making it work together, the One Boat Network will help you find, get to, stay on, and catch more fish. When One Boat Network products talk to each other, they can navigate your boat automatically. They can give you a crystal clear view of what's below with no messy wires. And they can let you lower, raise, and change shallow water anchor modes from anywhere on the boat. But that's just the beginning. We're never done innovating, integrating, and making your boat simpler and easier to control. All so you can make every second on the water count. Portland Line Master Braid, America's premium super braided fishing line. Manufactured in our Cortland, New York facility and constructed from the highest quality spectra fibers available. Cortland Line Company, made in America since 1915. Well, I have 
have to have the best eyewear. My eyes are essential to doing my job. It's the highest quality lens that I've ever used. Top of the line performance in these glasses. But they're priced for absolutely everyone. The everyday angler can afford them. As a touring professional pro, if I can depend on them, I know the weekend angler can as well. Hobie Eyewear, built for the pros. Price for everyone. Hey guys, welcome back. Uh, Bash University Live. There's a really good deal. We love our folks at Aquaview. Um, and they've got a great opportunity for you guys to get the Aquaview Micro Revolution 5.0. It's re it's retails for $599.99. Right now at Tackle Direct, it's $399. 200 bucks wow. off. Huge, guys. This is uh Gray Buck was just in here and um, at in studio what, two shows ago and talking about how he loves the micro revolution because, uh, you know, just being able to understand and interpret whether he's on a what species of fish he's on, whether the brush pile has fish in it, whether it's a what, what kind of brush. He can just drop that micro down with a real small spool and get a look at what he's dealing with. So many guys. It's been a secret out on tour for quite a few years, but the secret's out. And you guys can get into one for, I don't know, was that, that's almost half off, not quite, but quite a, quite a great opportunity over there at TackleDirect.com. Go check it out, guys. I want to give a quick shout out to everyone on the message board um, Who's for, Who's for joining today? in. We have Howie, uh, Dan Allen, Blake Bailey, Tuck, Jeremy, Coach. We haven't seen you in a while. Hey, coach. coach. Um, St. Crest. Nick Mayberry and a lot more, but I do want to give a shout out to Tuck. He has a tournament on Saturday and we want to wish him luck. Also, I found out how Dan Allen keeps winning. He says, I rely on the internet for work. So I have fiber straight to my house, uh. <laughs> but he did say, he did say, um, everyone pay attention. Is anyone going to dethrone him? <laughs> Oh, he's laying down the gauntlet. He's talking a little smack. Like <laughs> <it>. <laughs> I, I just tell told you what, the old message board, come on with it. Man, I, I t he, he's earned the right to talk a little smack. Yeah. He does. I mean, he's so a Dan Allen prize pack now. It is impressive, <laughs> though, because because it's not like we're just pulling random facts from the internet. We're taking it from the show. Mm -hmm. right. Like We're taking spots from the show. So he really is. He's keeping the pencil sharp, Pete. He's paying attention. Wait a minute. <laughs> is he uh, is AI involved here, Dan? What's going on? Are you are you plugging you mean this in? DA, not IA. Yeah. Dan Allen. <laughs> uh, I don't know what he's doing. I don't know how he's getting his answer so fast, but he gets him gets him right. But pay attention. We've got a really cool prize pack. And also, you can still be him with the like and share prize. I mean, mm -hmm. that's completely random. So go over and like our share, like and share our Facebook feed for a chance to win some Waterwood custom baits. Awesome. Mm -hmm. And uh, thank you, Waterwood for providing that prize. Um, how about Justin pressing the buttons today, Pete? How about that? You know? How you feeling over there, kid? Just hanging around, doing all right. <laughs> trying to live up to... Just, just, Justin, the intern is 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 being promoted over there in the in the producer's chair. Uh, how's that? Is, is it comfortable yet? It's yeah, only been about ten minutes. I'm pretty comfortable over here. Look you at know, you, hanging around. All right. <laughs> well, he's so mellow. <laughs> you, you know, you need to be mellow. You need to be mellow in that spot. You need to be cool under pressure. 
because as all of you know, that our feed never goes the way we want it to. Everything <laughs> sure. always goes sideways. And I mean, everyone, well, Pete, we have a we have a barnuminium getting built next door. Every I mean, every, like, every once in a while, you have a construction project going <laughs> on outside the window there, yeah. which we happen to be at. You guys hear that noise? That's what's going on. Uh, the Bass University studios are in an expansion mode right now. <laughs> so uh, good to have you with us, Justin. Good to be here, Pete. And uh, <laughs> we are. Uh, We've got a great uh, couple of guests, right? These guys have just won the college Bassmaster College National Championship on Lake Pickwick, and they did did it in style, winning wire to wire. Uh, you know, it's not their first time, Rich. They've done this before. Yeah, they have. on On the high school level, they moved it into the college level. They're just they're just killing it, um, and we're really excited to have them with us. Tucker Smith and Hayden Marbot, man, thanks for being with us today. What's Thank up, guys? For having us. Welcome to the show, and uh, man, what what an what an amazing win! You know, guys are I, I mean, you were blasted all over Bassmaster.com, seemed like again, and uh, you guys had a wire to wire win. It's that that's impressive. Have you guys like come down off cloud nine? It's been uh, it's been super insane. Um, honestly. You know, all the support that we've gotten, it's been crazy. And, uh, you know, being able to to win the high school national championship together with Hayden and then to be able to transform that into college and be able to fish with him in college and uh, and get the college dub in the national championship, it, it's really special. And I don't think it's something that a lot of people have done. I think maybe only one person um, has done that before. I don't, I don't think another team has done that, so – it's been really special to do with Hayden. I've been, he's been my best friend for, you know, the last five years and uh, to be able to do with him, it's been pretty special. Oh yeah, for sure. It's a, it was a crazy experience and uh, I know we're still kind of in shock and still on cloud nine. I can't really believe we pulled it off. <laughs> where, uh, where are you headed to right now? Hayden, you're in the truck. You going fishing? Um, I'm about to head back to school. We got school starting tomorrow. <laughs> Wow, it's back to school time, uh, and I get that, especially uh, in a lot of colleges, guys, at, at the campuses are getting flooded. You guys are uh, – Is what What year are you guys? Are you guys both the same year in school? Uh, I'll be a junior, and Tucker will be a senior this year. Okay. So I, you, that's pretty amazing that you guys uh, – you guys were able to get go to the same school. I mean, that, that had to be a pretty fun process. Uh be fortunate where you where your best friend your best fishing buddies and you know gets to attend the same school as you yeah it's it's been great you know me and hayden actually live together in auburn we rent a house together and we keep our boats there together so it's pretty cool um i think we're you know one of the only teams at auburn they've got we've got our own little place that we can keep our boats and we don't have to keep that boat storage so it's nice that we get to keep all of our stuff together and uh yeah, we're always outside doing tackle or we're fishing and it's hard to it's hard to want to do class when you've got all that right beside you. <laughs> yeah, I can I can imagine. What's the closest uh what's your closest lake to Auburn? We've got a bunch kind of right there around, you know, within like an hour. We've got, you know, Lake Mitchell and Lake Jordan on the Coosa, Lake Martin and Lake Eufaula, and then we've got all the little Chattahoochee lakes too. So we've got a bunch of options and a bunch of diversity right there within an hour of where we live. Man, you sure do, and that is a mon <laughs> for all of us bass heads. That's going to be a monster distraction. 
how how does it how does your coach deal with that, man? Do do you like have to go in the you know check out your GPA and make sure you guys are going to class? Does 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 he do it the, like the a lot of the college uh, football and basketball coaches do? So we're actually student led. We all have got different positions on the team, you know, and so we don't really have a coach. We actually do everything on our own from sponsorships with all our different partners to booking hotels to registering for tournaments to everything like that. We actually do it all on our own. Man, that's that's uh there's something to be there's something to be said for that, Pete. And I'll 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 ask these guys about that in a little bit, but uh, well, I'll ask him right I, I, now. I don't think I don't think Rich is going to class. Yeah. That's what I'm. I'm gonna, you know, I mean, he's gonna be doing these remote study, whether it's COVID or not. Rich is going remote. <laughs> do you do you guys think that part of you know part of that process and kind of the how how everybody at Auburn has to take some sort of accountability for the fishing program? Do you think that helps you guys on the water? I think so. I think everybody, you know, they've got. Uh, especially on the team, everybody's got their own role to help out. And uh, especially we have to go get our own sponsors. We have to talk to those sponsors and uh, do everything on our own. So it's, it's really a good training format. I think, um, you know, that we have to do it on our own. We get to go to the tournaments that we want. We don't get sent to specific tournaments. We get to go to however many tournaments we want a year and get, and, uh, and get all the prize money for um, if we win the tournament or, you know, come in the top 10. So it's nice that we get to do it on our own, and uh, it's kind of a great learning experience. How do you how do you guys manage the prize money? Does the prize money go to the team? Do you guys uh, the individuals keep that, or do, how do you manage sponsorship and prize money? So the sponsorships and everything just kind of go towards hotels and gas reimbursements and everything for all the guys on the team, and then anything we win at tournaments we get to keep, which is pretty awesome for sure. Yeah. Well, especially the way you guys are winning, you guys are, you guys are absolutely killing it. Now you guys are both. Uh, so tell me, tell me about the preparation. Cause this is something that I've, I'm curious about uh, is, you know, I, I've talked with a few coaches and a few teams. How do you guys prepare for a tournament? Do you uh, like when you travel as a team, do you, do you compare notes? Uh, you guys both have a boat. Do you, do you guys bring your, your own boats or do you fish together? Take me through some of how you guys prepare for an event. Yeah, we we usually um, everybody usually brings their own boat like per team. So, um, you know, basically me and Hayden will take one boat and then we'll go and practice for the tournament. Um, and, you know, all the, the all the whole team is really nice to each other and we're all great buddies. Um, we don't necessarily, you know, share a bunch of notes on like every tournament, you know, we'll talk to other teammates and, you know, talk about what's going on or, but we don't really give specifics. Um, so yeah, we basically all kind of just go out there and if somebody needs help or anything, it's nice because, you know, we're all a bunch of, a group of buddies. So if anybody ever needs any boat help or, you know, anything like that, we're always there to help them. So it's really cool. That's great that you guys have that that connection and uh, and the sharing of information. I think is huge in, in being able to help everybody learn and grow together. So that's 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 great that you guys uh, you know participate in that. You guys, uh, you know, you're, you're going to you're competing in this event. This is a pretty big deal down at Pickwick. You guys dominated this event from day one. Uh, 
take take us through that a little bit uh, about how you uh, you know how that tournament went, how you caught them, and and how you guys got yourself in in the leader spot. Yeah, so you know we fished offshore the whole event. It's something that both of us are really comfortable doing. I know we both put a lot of time in on the Tennessee River, not only Pickwick but also Gunnersville and really the whole TVA. We both spent a lot of time out there and. Ledge fishing is one of our favorite things to do, so we kind of went in. We had this one marked on our calendar, and we we're like, "This is what we're gonna do." And so we went and scanned the whole practice. Really didn't make any cast, and then, you know, the first day we had an incredible day. I think we caught majority of our weight, you know, almost all of it by nine nine o'clock in the morning off one place, getting to throw, you know, your fun stuff, your hair jigs, swim baits, everything like that. All the stuff you you love to throw on the Tennessee River, the stuff you always hear about, and then. You know, the second day was a little bit tougher and you put all those guys out there, it really pressures the fish and all those fish have been out there since May. You know, it's August now, they're beat up, they've seen every bait. And the second day was a lot tougher on us. We only had 15 pounds and then I'll let Tucker talk about the third day because it was pretty, it was pretty special. Yeah, it was uh, like Hayden was saying, it was, you know, we didn't really expect uh, the tournament to go the way it did. Um, you know, that first day was amazing. We had some places and uh, we ended up busting them pretty early. And so we were able to kind of cruise from there. But day two was really tough. Like he was saying, it was slick, calm, and we had to really grind for those fish. And uh, the third day was really special because the third day we were like, you know, we don't have much left. Uh, most of the places that we had, they were super busted up and uh, super spread out. So those fish were like super hard to catch. Um, so we fished our first, our first good spot and we had about 12, 12, almost 13 pounds. Um, we bounced around a couple more places and we were only able to call up to about 1290, almost 13 pounds. And we were like, you know, this is, this isn't going to happen if we sit right here, you know, we got to start bouncing around. We got to start doing stuff. If we want to win this tournament, we got to make something happen and pull something out of a hat. So, you know, we started bouncing around, Sounds hitting familiar. a few different areas and, uh, we ended up pulling up on the spot that uh, we had scanned in the first and second day of the tournament and didn't have many fish on it. And uh, we'd scanned about eight or 10 places and we finally pulled up to that place. And, you know, we had a gut feeling there were some stumps on the area and we saw some fish run, you know, roaming around those stumps. And then there was a nice break on the, on the front side of this point that was hitting the current. And uh, there was a, you know, a little group of fish there in practice. So we pulled up to there put the troll motor down. We didn't want to scan it just, you know, to make sure we were just wanting to creep up on it. Um, just with how pressured those fish were. And, uh, you, you know, they were just, they were loaded. And, uh, the last hour of the tournament, we pulled up to that place and it was, you know, just about every other cast we caught, um, all over three pound fish. So it was, it was something really special. we caught all of our, you know, we called all of our fish out, caught 18 pounds right there. And our teammates were there 200 yards away with, you know, screaming and yelling, watching us catch those fish. So it was super, super awesome. Man, that sounds, that sounds amazing. Seriously. We, uh, we hear this so often though. It's man, it's, it's, it's the, uh, Rich, everybody that is winning at, at any, every level is spending their entire practice scanning. Yep. Scanning. And you know, it, I heard something that rang, rang my ears there, Pete. And, uh, it, it's exactly what Matt Becker had to do to win that AOI in the, the, the tournament up there at Saginaw. The last day, he had to make a he had to make a crucial decision. 
to go fish something that he hadn't fished or that that had not had bites on it for the past couple of days. And those are the kind of decisions that put you in the winter circle. And uh, yeah, it's a, uh, it was, it's, it's a great event it really is. I was all, it's always right. Tournament fishing is just, it's constantly going to challenge you to make those calls and it's got, it's really hard to do. You guys were sitting on a small stringer and, uh, you know, what did you decide to do? Just go run some areas. Let's go look at some areas that we found at practice. Let's see if, if something is happening somewhere else and you just start running points. Is that where you guys were? Yeah, we just started, you know, bouncing around, just trying to make something happen. We knew those two places that we had that we'd focused on all week. They were, you know, they were dried up there. We'd catch one or two and they'd bust up real bad and it just wasn't happening. So we knew, you know, with that 12 o'clock, we had to do something. And I think, you know, we scanned a couple of places and then we just had, had a gut feeling and pulled up on that one place and they were loaded. It was crazy. How do you that guys, that had to be the most beautiful sight in the world. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> oh, yeah. Look down at that live screen. We didn't think they up. were all bass. There were so many of them. They were so big. We were like, there ain't no way these are bass. And threw in there and, <laughs> and caught a three and a half pounder. And it was like, we we're like, we're about to smash them, dude. <laughs> How do you guys manage the, uh, like the, the trolling motor area, you know, with, with, you know, obviously forward facing sonar being such a big, uh, player in turn in fishing now like how do you how do you guys pick like who gets to cast at this one who gets to cast at that one type of deal we kind of just go back and forth like we've fished a lot together and you know we've used live scope a lot together so we're pretty comfortable in the boat together so you know we just he'll throw out one and i'll throw out one or we'll both kind of throw and even like whenever we're fishing out of like tucker's boat or something i always try you know i'll throw like five foot to the right and five foot further back than he threw you know just in case he was a little off, I can hit that fish that he might have missed or something, anything like that. Man, that's good teamwork. I I was it's interesting you brought that up because I was, you know, like when you're when you're sight fishing a fish on a bed, you know, and you got a partner with you, it's I always found it better one guy throwing right because you got two baits dropping on their head. It it kind of makes things more challenging sometimes, and I've I've not fished that way with a team about you know where you're seeing them. But that, that's a great point that you made, Hayden, about, you know, all right, I'm watching my partner. I'm going to f- throw five yards to the right or to the left. Uh, man, that's that's the way to do it. Have you found that if you guys both dump on top of their heads, it, it will spook them? It's a negative, right? I would guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I would say like a lot of times if you're throwing the same fish, yeah, it will spook it. Um, but a lot of times what we do is I'll find one and I'll throw in there. And while my bait's sinking, I'll find Hayden one, and he'll throw on that one. And so whenever my bait gets down to that fish, I'll start, you know, getting getting that fish to try to eat it. And then by that time, I'll point back over at Hayden's and see and hit, see if his is right there by that fish. So it's really it's really something we've been working on for a while. <laughs> that is yeah, that is like nasty right there. <laughs> that's 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 <laughs> sick. Like you're you're, you're waiting waiting for your bait to get to another. Hold on, Hayden. I got you, bro. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, that's oh. why we we try to be as efficient as possible. So. Man, that's that's a great that's that's efficiency. That's that's yeah. that's really a, a great efficiency because you know, like when I fish with Rich, he sees a fish and he hides it from me, so I can't, <laughs> you know, so he gets to catch him. You know, it's <laughs> it's really cool that you guys are. You got to be that way, right? If you're going to be an effective team, you've you've got to find a way to to maximize each other's strengths and weaknesses. 
uh, you know, on, on any particular day. Have you guys figured that out? Like, uh, like, do do you guys share strengths or is one guy better at one thing? Oh, well, you know, if it's on a jerk bait bite, you know, I'm going to let Tucker, you know, take charge or do you guys, do you guys identify your strengths and weaknesses? Uh, I feel like we've fished, fished pretty similar. You know, we fished for so long together. We fished kind of the same way, honestly. Well, that's, uh, you know, it's, it's impressive. Talk to me about, um, the scanning because right. You're spending all your time scanning. What are you, you know, do you have like the Japanese guys do where they have like 5,000, you know, forward facing sonar transducers shooting out of their boat or are you just, are you using side imaging? What, what, what were you looking for and at, at Pickwick and, and uh, what, what screens were you using to identify it? Uh, yeah. So I've, I've got a Solix 15 on the back and uh Lawrence 12, but, we were just, you know, side scanning, looking on ledges, looking for hard spots, looking up shallow, looking kind of everywhere. Um, creek channel ledges, main river ledges, um, up on flats, just anywhere, trying to get, you know, away from everybody, trying to see if we can find some places that are, that were, you know, off the beaten path. And uh, we had some, we had a couple of places in like 12 foot off some creek ledges that had some good fish on. And we also had some deep, like, main river ledges that were just off the main river and uh those were those were really productive um but yeah once we found those schools we were able to throw the troll motor down and use our forward facing sonar and 360 to see those fish and actually like visually catch them so it was really cool so you know it's it's about finding the habitat but right. we're about finding the fish right identifying those uh you know and what do, what do you what do you see and there are a lot of people like might not know what fish or schools of fish might look like on uh on side imaging yeah so basically like when you're looking for a school of fish um basically looks like a bunch of dots but you know you've got to be you've got to look at the size of the dots you know because a lot of different species of fish school up especially on pickwick like there's a lot of carp there's a lot of gar there's a lot of drum there's a lot of catfish so when you're looking at that, you want to look at places that hit the current, you know, where the current runs up against a place and makes, right. you know, a hard bottom that they can school up on. And, uh, you know, basically those fish, whenever they get a lot of current, especially last week, we had a lot of rain. So we had a lot of current. Actually, the current, when it kicks up, it makes those fish group up a lot better than if there was no current. Um, so they can sit in one place and actively feed on bait. So you just want to look for those ambush points where those fish are grouped up and uh where they can ambush that bait how much current are we are we talking about because pete and i we're we're river rats and i'm curious as to like is it got to have your boat on your trolling motor on seven type of current to even stay in one spot or is it more of you know like a subtle flowing water really depends on where you are you know pickwick's so big you could be down there up towards the dam or down at the bottom and towards the dam you know where they were pulling 70,000 the last day and you'd definitely have to keep your trolling motor you know up six seven anything like that and then but in the middle of the lake and everything like that it just kind of mellows out and it's not it's not too bad but you can definitely still feel it it's a good good steady pull yeah that current i've, I've fished up yeah. there a few times that current rips at the discharge uh were you guys fishing in 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 the heavier current or were you down lake we were down the lake um you know we were kind of like that bear creek state line area down to the dam 
the big the big part of the the water down there a lot of water to cover down there how do you how do you go about identifying and finding the spots where the current hits right because you've mentioned that a few times now with you know the hard spots or where current sweeps or like how do you how do you identify them is it through mapping what take me down that road a little bit really any just like irregularity in mapping you know like if there's if you're going down a, just a river ledge and there's one little part that sticks out you know they're going to be right there that irregularity because there's going to be shell build up there and everything like that the shells the shells the magic shells they're they're absolutely the key i, I uh, this is a kind of uh, a question I, are you guys allowed to use nets i don't um you are okay yeah we are <laughs> I think I think nets should be removed. That would be awesome <laughs> to watch you guys try to wrestle these 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 fish in the boat. Um, I know that's why they got rid of them on the elites, make it right. make it a little bit more exciting. But when you ever try to hand land those giant smallmouth, it's a pain in the neck. That would be so much fun. Yeah, watching these guys holler at each other when somebody screws up. And fishes them <laughs> yeah, right at the boat. We, we grab them when we're fun fishing and practice and everything, so we can. We can practice for that one day. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Hey, you. Somebody's going to the classic, right? So uh, no nets, no nets at the classic. So what is so so you so you guys now are both qualified for the classic bracket now. Yeah, and that's the right. one that Monet. That's the one that Lewis Monetti won a couple of years, and that's why he was in this year. Okay, got it. So what's that? What's that look like for you guys? Where Where is the bracket going to be? And how are you guys feeling about that? Feel good. It's going to be out in Kansas on Milford Lake um, at the end of September. I think the bracket was there, you know, four or five years ago, 2018 or something like that. But uh, we're looking forward to it. It's going to be cool. It's a really level playing ground, you know. I don't think any of these guys have ever fished out there. So it'll it'll really show who's, who's, who can break down the lake the best with our one day of practice. And uh, hopefully one, one of us can make it to the Classic. I, and – how does how does that happen? Will, you guys will be fishing as a team. Um, how how does that work out? Is it are you individuals? Or are you on, in your own boats? Yeah, it's individual. So basically, it's like a bracket system, like basketball. You know, everybody goes against one person a day, and then finally, it's just a one v one at the end. Okay, so will you you'll be each in your own boat for that event? Yeah, sir. Okay, yeah. okay. Well, we wish you guys great luck at that. I mean, there's not a lot of guys that are making that, so you're going to have a great opportunity to to make the big dance, uh, which would be amazing. We appreciate it. I'd like to yes, step step back a little bit uh, in high school. You guys won big in high school. Um, where, where did you guys go to high school? You went to Briarwood Christian School. That's in also in Alabama. Yes, sir. It's in yes, Birmingham. Sir. Birmingham. Uh, okay. All right. Did Did you guys have a a, a high school team, a, a high school coach in that program, or what was that like when you went through it? Yeah, we had a high school coach and uh, and a team at Briarwood. It was started like a few years before I got there, so it had been running for a little bit. But it was you know a great a great group of guys, and it uh. It was fun. You know, we we fished a bunch of tournaments in high school, um, and it was really it was nice because where we we were located, we had a bunch of different circuits we could fish. So I think we were fishing like 
four or five, you know, high school tournament circuits a year. So we were fishing a bunch of tournaments. So it was really cool. That had to be a, a, a fun process. And uh, that's where you guys met. You guys been best friends forever. Uh, it, it sounds like it, you did. Who introduced you? Did, uh, did your dads take you? Fishing? Um, yeah, my Hayden's well, dad took him fishing, but my dad didn't. I mean, he did a little bit. My uncle, my grandfather, really got me into it. Um, you know, go, growing up, but my dad didn't fish a ton. But he's the supportive one. He's the one that helped me out. Get you know, helped me get my first boat. Helped me out um, with that. Um, so he's he's been great. And yeah, I know Hayden's got he's got a fishing family. Oh, yeah. I was, I was fortunate enough to grow up with a dad that fished tournaments and everything. So, you know, I just always kind of fished. And then when I got to high school, my dad, we talked about high school fishing. So we just started fishing high school and it's kind of evolved into everything it is today. Did uh, did Hayden, did you invite Tucker fishing? Is that how that worked? Is is that how this got uh, started? I think it was through one of our mutual friends, I think. He was he, he was one of my good buddies and he started talking to Tucker a good bit and he kind of introduced us and we just started fishing. Well, it's awesome. It's how most people get started. Somebody, you know, in their family uh takes some fishing and it's awesome that uh that you know you had that, Hayden and, and Tucker, you found it with a great supportive family. That's pretty awesome. What do you got going on over there, Justin? Somebody asked earlier in the chat and uh I'm curious myself, what are you guys majoring in at Auburn? What are you guys doing? Marketing. Yeah, business marketing, the oh, fisherman's yeah. degree. <laughs> yep, there you go. Now, BKJ added to that. How does your professors handle you guys traveling so much with bass fishing tournaments? Does it affect uh, your studies? <laughs> I would say it probably does affect our studies a little bit. I, I would say if we didn't fish, our grades would probably be a little bit better. But most of our professors are really lenient. You know, like the fishing team at Auburn's been around so long, you know, with Jordan and Matt and everyone back back in the day. So that everyone kind of knows about the fishing team now, and they're usually pretty cool about it and will let us make up our work. That's awesome. Yeah, the, do, do you guys have any specific bass fishing classes in college or high school that helped you get to where you are now? No, we did not. No, the Bass University. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we just watched the Bass University. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's a great place to get started. Uh, how's the marketing uh, help? I mean, uh, you guys are out on the sponsor hunt. I've met you, you know, the the group of Auburn guys at, at various places. You guys are out on the hunt, uh, you know, talking to various companies. Uh, that has your marketing studies helped you in that effort? We think so. You know, we've, it's been nice, especially with, um, with Logan parks, you know, he, he was the president and I fished with him my first couple of years of college. And, uh, he really set the team up for success. Honestly, you know, he, he was able to get, get with those sponsors and he's a super organized guy and he was able to, you know, bring a lot of big sponsors on board and, uh, you know, grow those great relationships with those sponsors, with the team. So, you know, without him, we wouldn't have been able to really get those relationships the way they are right now. So um, we give big thanks to him because he kind of set the team up and alley-ooped us, the, you know, the next generation of the team. 
That's For huge. Sure. Uh, and sponsorship is huge on any level, certainly on the college level, allowing you guys to, to get where you want to go. It's great that your teachers and everybody uh, supports that, you know, because I know the college, a lot of the coaches have to go to bat for the instructors and, you right. know, say, hey, we need these kids out uh, for this week and that week. So it's it's really cool that they, they, they allow for that. What, do, what are your thoughts uh, about future, right? We're going to the classic bracket. Um, what's the what's their future look for like for you guys? Are you guys got your sights set on – the opens on MLF. Uh, what do we? What? What's the plan after school? Definitely to fish the opens or the Toyotas or something like that. You know, that's all all we really know how to do. So I don't know what else either one of us would do if we didn't try to do something after college fishing. Yeah, I'd say after this year, um, I'm gonna go. You know, fish this full year of college, and we'll see from there. I'm gonna fish another division of the opens. Just, this next year and then after that i'm probably going to go full force opens and try to fish all all nine of them and see what happens well, only doing one division i'd like to hear your uh is that just a time thing or like do you have a, a a logic behind it yeah it's really a time thing and getting used to the system just because we fish i think 35 you know college tournaments a year we don't have time to travel for a week at a time to go practice for an open so and especially with school too it's it's just too much so We'd like to, you know, spend our focus on college and, you know, learn as much as we can, travel around the country, learn these bodies of water before, you know, we can actually go out there and, you know, take it. You know, I've got a lot of friends that fish all of them too, all the opens, and, uh, you know, it takes a lot of time and a lot of money, and you can't really do both at the same time. That's a lot. How many how many tournaments did he say? 35. <laughs> 35 college tournaments. Now, are, are all those tournaments, are they multi-day events? No, there's definitely some that are just one day. You know, a lot of our fall tournaments and stuff are just smaller tournaments, you know, 30, 50, 100 boats, and they're just one day. But it's still fun. You know, we, it's still good just to get experience. The fall the fall season for us, you know, we kind of travel all around the south, going to, you know, your Lake Hartwell, Lanier, all the, all the lakes around here. So it's great getting that experience. Do all 35 tournaments have payouts? Uh, I would say, yeah, it, it either either payouts with cash or like um, prizes, you know, stuff like that that's worth money. That's a lot of tournaments, guys. It, it takes me five years to fish 35 tournaments. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, we got one every weekend from the time really school starts. And it's that's why it's hard to, you know, we'll go four weekends back to back to back to back and to put school on top of that, you know, we've really got to stay on our grind and, you know, keep everything in line because it's it's hard to go every week. It must be. I'm, I mean, I'm I'm seeing you guys at a Airbnb or a hotel room or in the back of a truck reading, finishing an assignment, trying to get an assignment submitted. Uh, there's got to be a lot of that going on on the road with with so many events. Oh, yeah, there's definitely some long hours. Our whole team's like that, you know. You, there's always somebody in the room staying up until, you know, 1 o'clock in the morning trying to turn in assignments just so we can go practice all day the next day at every event. Yeah. Wow. I've also got a wonderful girlfriend that's been able to help me a little bit, too. <laughs> <laughs> got to work in that shout-out. boy. <laughs> yeah. It takes it takes a village, doesn't it? The, uh, you know, I, I can – I don't know how to do – Rich – fishing daylight to dark yeah and coming home and and doing a you know 
a two-page report yeah. and getting that submitted, that's it's, that's a monumental. It, it it is, and it's just the you know we've never really dove in this far on the you know the college tournaments and how they all work and talking to talking to two guys at the same time. Um, it really is such a it's such a great preparation system for someone that wants to either be a professional fisherman, work in the fishing industry, whatever, any anything that has to do with fishing, like you're going to have to do those things. You're going to have to be able to talk to companies and get them to give you green foldable money if you want to do this for a living. You're going to have to be willing to work those odd, obscure hours. Long hours. Long hours because, like, let's face it, you're going to want to practice. You're going to want to get your time in underwater. But guess what? It's life. There's also going to be other things, whether that's for your job, whether that's for your family, whether that's for updating a car insurance policy. Like, it just... It's 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 everything that you have to be able to do to succeed, and it's uh, it's really cool to hear hear how uh, how it all goes down. And um, I like that Auburn has a the whole student run program. They all have accountability, so when they get to that next level, it's it's just another just another day on the lake. You know, it's uh, they're they're used to the used to the work. Yep. yep. That well, that's huge. That's what college is all about. Uh, really, is putting you through the grinder, and you guys are doing yep. it. The uh, I question you offer some advice to kids that are, you know, in high school fishing right now. What's your best advice for them? Um, you know, getting through these programs, going to college, becoming a better angler, doing all that stuff. Really? Uh, like I know everyone, everyone says it, but time on the water. And if anyone's like thinking about coming to fishing college, you know, it's, it's the way to go. There's not a better stepping stone. I mean, you're getting a lot of this stuff paid for. Whereas, and you're getting experience all over the country, whereas it'd be so much more expensive. I know for me and Tucker just to try to jump in the opens or jump in some VFLs or anything right. like that straight straight out of high school and spend all this money to be traveling. You know, we're getting our hotels paid for, a lot of gas reimbursements and stuff while going and getting the experience all over the country. That's awesome. That is that is fantastic. And it's it's amazing that um that these programs exist my my college scholarship was a mean coated trolling motor 17 pound thrust <laughs> with a 12 volt battery that i kept in my dorm room that was it <laughs> go, go rent a john boat look at how far it has come uh big question for you guys who's the better angler <laughs> <laughs> we're both we're both really good anglers you know we don't we don't like to say anything like that we try to stay as humble as possible and say we're both good anglers <laughs> <laughs> um you guys i mean this has got to be uh difficult right like you're out there battling this the things are going south not going your way um you know do you push each other in the water sometimes do you <laughs> have to arm wrestle to see who gets to make the decision no uh, i would say we re- we really work we work really good as a team you know and that's I think that also comes with years of years of fishing together and years of, you know, time on the water is just because, um, you know, we, we really make good decisions together and we don't really ever butt heads. Um, I know that's something that, you know, a lot of people do, you know, somebody's got something that they want to do and somebody's got another something they want to do. So we really fish alike and to be able to get on the same boat, it's, it's, yeah, it's really special because we've been fishing so long together. We really, honestly, it's like, it's kind of like clockwork, you know, we know what to do, where to move when somebody casts, you know, we know to like move the other way, get the net, you know, it's, it's all really like clockwork. Man, that's, that's, that makes for an amazing team because I always run into problems 
with a teammate because I'm always right. <laughs> um, you know, and it, it causes for conflict sometimes. Yeah, we never should have left that grass bed this spring, Pete. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't up the northeast. <laughs> they were in the grass. <laughs> it's a it, uh, I can so you can see how there's always a conflict. It's great that you guys have worked that out. You guys work so well together and you can see it in your in your in your fishing. So we'll look forward to watching you guys out in Kansas. Um we have a few questions, actually. You got some. I, um, Jocelyn's looking at me. That always means we got some people on the IM board that want to talk to yeah, you guys. Yeah, I'm over here, like, waving. Yeah. <laughs> um, Dan Allen wants to know, do you guys have to try out for your college team? How does that process work? That's great. That's a great question. How do, how do the scholarships go out, or how do you get how do you get on that team? Uh, you know, really, it's, it's basically whoever wants to fish the tournaments can fish the tournaments. So once you get into get into Auburn, you're you know you can go join the team. You can uh, pay your dues, get a jersey, get on the club, and then whoever whoever wants to get you know on the team and go fishing and fish those tournaments, they can fish those tournaments. So it's really nice, you know that that open. I think we've got about ninety five members in the wow. club, so we've got a huge program. Um, it's all student led. For all of them, um, the school really, you know, they they don't really fund us a, a ton. Um, that's why it's, it's really, we kind of make the money and we try to raise our own money through fundraising, uh, through sponsorships and all that. Um, you know, Logan parks, he, he just did a, a scholarship for us, um, last year. So we've been starting to give out a scholarship to, a, you know, a new, a new, uh, a new person on the team. So it's been nice. Uh, it's been nice to learn, you know, learning the system and, bringing those young guys into, into college through the fishing team. Hmm. Um, Blake Bailey wants to know what about restrictions for someone who may have waited to go to school or who left and plans to go back. So can someone leave and come back? Like an, like an older person. Yeah. I think so. I'm, I'm like pretty he, sure you can. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We've, we've seen a couple of people that are, I think I've, I've seen a couple like, 35, 40 year old guys that fish college against us. Wow. Oh man. I, I can I can see thousands of thirty and forty yeah, year olds seriously. right now <laughs> making their plans to attend uh any university they can they can go to. Is there is, there's eligibility though, right? You've got um what I, I four years is is what you have on a normal sport. Is that the same in fishing? You've got five in, in fishing. Wow. Okay. So you got five years of eligibility. Is that tied to any other sports or like if you played football for a year, does that get involved with your eligibility for fishing? Uh, I'm not really sure. I think it's just fishing. I think, I think so. you can get five years of eligibility. I think MLF is six and I think bass and, and collegiate bass is five. So yeah, I think you get five years um, of competing. I still have four years of eligibility, guys. <laughs> All right. Dan Allen said he's almost 50 and he's going to sign up. <laughs> That's so That's funny. Great. Here we go. <laughs> We're doing it. Yeah. Well, uh, guys, thanks so much. Congratulations again on a great win, man. We appreciate you taking the time to come and hang out with us in amongst your 50 tournaments that you're fishing this year. I don't know how you're pulling that off, but it's awesome, awesome to see, and want to wish you guys the best. And uh, when uh, when you when one of you guys wins, I hope you'll come back on the show. Thank you, guys. For sure. 
Thank y'all so much for having us. Yeah, we appreciate it. It was fun. It's been a blast having you. Congratulations to you guys. Congratulations to Auburn University. And, and thanks so much for being on the show, guys. Thank you. Thank y'all. What a nice. deal. Yeah. What a great win again, man. These guys are, are just crushing it. Yeah. You know? Yep. They, uh, Auburn really has kind of become like the poster child fishing university. I mean, I know there's some other really good ones out there, obviously. Mono, Montevello, um, yeah. they just won team uh, of the year. Team of the year. Yep. Uh, once again, uh, Brooks Parker, shout out to my For friend sure. Brooks, uh, that attends there, but, uh, they just keep dominating down there, but it's amazing that, that how some of the schools continue to perform like Auburn. Uh, and these guys are doing it without, without a mentorship, like without a coach, right. You know, that shows a lot of maturity uh, for them. And uh, honestly, I think it probably benefits them as anglers, you know, like they're not, I mean, as fishermen, I don't think you should ever have like just one person telling you like, this is how you should go fish this. Lake. Like, <laughs> you know, it's like, they're, they're getting it from all different angles. Yeah. They're 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 working together. We see who had an adversarial uh, relationship with his coaches going through high school. Uh, <laughs> uh, I wonder who. <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe so. We definitely we definitely should have gone up the creek that day. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> guys, we're gonna take a quick commercial break, and uh, we're gonna come back with Alec Morrison. We're gonna be talking about Lake Champlain. If you're watching over on social, like and share the feed. Pay attention, guys. We're going to be giving away a grand prize as well. We'll be right back after this. Cortland Line Master Braid, America's premium super braided fishing line. Manufactured in our Cortland, New York facility and constructed from the highest quality spectra fibers available. Cortland Line Company. Made in America since 1915. I have to have the best eyewear. My eyes are essential to doing my job. It's the highest quality lens that I've ever used. Top of the line performance in these glasses. But they're priced for absolutely everyone. The everyday angler can afford them. As a touring professional pro, if I can depend on them, I know the weekend angler can as well. Hobie Eyewear, built for the pros, price for everyone. 